And we're live. I mean, we've been here for a while, but we were telling interesting stories to each other, and that was fine, too. We were discussing masks. Yes. Yes. And smoke. And pollen. And all kinds of wonderful things, like the Department of Motor Vehicles. Wonderful things. Delightful things. Mm -hmm. We're just so exciting when we're muted, you know, and you can't hear us, really. (laughs) Yes. That's when we say all the fun stuff, and then we go live and record me talking, which is... It's about as exciting as that sounds. Because remember, I teach middle school. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> and welcome to Critical Recovery. This is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign. I am Crash. I will be your DM for the evening. Tonight I am joined by a collection of fantastic people, including Cindy, Jen, Eo, Ellie, Archbeth is hanging out in chat, LFA is hanging out in chat, Chris will not be joining us this evening. He is under the weather, and we hope he gets better very soon. And we are also joined by this delightful cup of peppermint mint tea that I have brewed, which is still too wa- warm for me to drink. And so this is my life now. I am forever sad. Um, I'll remember when it's too cold. That's when I'll remember to drink it now. Now, what happened last week? We fought mushrooms that could control a tree. And for safe oh, guarding, we also killed the tree. Mm-hmm. Then we found a treasure chest. And because Gorga can't have nice things, it turned out to be a mimic. I think there was a third fight in there somewhere, but Gorgas decided to just take us. a nap. Right. Did. The tree was a mimic. There were no, three fights. There it... was the crab person. Oh, right. right. Yes. So, yeah, the... there was the fight with the crab person. We fought the mushrooms. The mushrooms made the tree attack us, but once the mushrooms were dead, the tree didn't do anything, but we killed it and burned it anyway. Oh, right. And the treasure chest was a mimic. It was a mimic. I thought the treasure chest mimic caused other things to start attacking us. No, it, it was a, a giant mimic, so it was able to send pseudopods out from underneath you. Ah. It gets multiple attacks. So Gorga's taking a nap, and unless something's <laughs> trying to eat the party, don't wake her up. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to sort of fast forward through what happens next, because it, it's not combat related, and it'll get us to the next um, transition where we will not have Gorga surrounded by water. So Gorga should be happier, hopefully. it's The DM does not always fill every adventure with traumatizing experiences for the players. You don't? <laughs> <laughs> not on okay. purpose, anyway. Oh, well, it's usually on purpose. But the DM doesn't Sometimes always do this. There, there needs Sometimes to be some You do it by punch. accident instead. Mm. <laughs> Well, in any case, Jen E comes to join you uh, during your long rest and lets you know that Fava is actually not able to come and meet up with you. Can Fava not swim? And if you would follow Jen E out, then Jen E would be happy to show you why. Don't we still have like Uh, one cavern to explore that I found that was mostly underwater? I think Um, we need to go check in on our boss. I can tell you that, sure, you you go ahead and check that out. If you don't, Uruk does, and it turns out to be a mostly empty chamber with a lot of char marks on the parts that are above water, as if a high-level wizard let loose a fireball in there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, works for me. Let's, Let's get out of water torture chamber. Okay. I actually had that in there just to add a bit of flavor, so... You know, whatever. Uh, uh-oh, I let you see behind the curtain. Pay no attention. Pay no attention. 
So when you get back up to the surface of the lake that you had to swim through to get to this whole cave, you find Fava sitting on the surface of the, of the lake. She looks oh, incredibly uh, grumpy. This is a problem. Is Fava literally like sitting on the water or just literally on sitting on the water? I'm gonna assume that's uh, not a spell you cast. No. No, it's not. I've never seen anything like that. So you can walk on water but never drown in it. Can I learn that skill? I usually can't walk on water. I don't think it's a spell that lets me walk on water. I fully suspect, because I'm quite skilled at Arcana, that if I tried to tunnel around the lake to get to that cave system using one of Fiddle Punch's incredible inventions, which would probably look like a beetle for some reason, don't ask... I would still find an area that I would not be able to pass through. Of course, it's not related to the water because I can't have nice things. So someone wants to keep you out specifically. I imagine that someone did so on the same day I was fired. I could be wrong. Huh. Well, we didn't find much related to the Kraken in the cavern. We killed a crab person. We found a Grumpy, but friendly undead person who agreed to move elsewhere. But yeah, nothing that yes, would revive a crack. Have a large he hat. was fascinating. Did he have uh, what? A large gray hat. Uh, yeah. Why well, do you ask? Out of character. Did he? I can't remember. He did. Yes, yes he did. Okay. So Gorgas says yes without. So remember yes, how I had... said I was fired? Yes. Yes. He got I fired. I believe you just first. mentioned it. Oh. I was uh, a part of the exit strategy for him. Let's put it that way. Okay, this makes more sense to me now. Yes, I feel a lot less inclined to be hanging out on the surface lake if Tim happens to be down there. He has a right Wait, to hold I think he already started moving to that abandoned vampire salt mine. But yes, yeah. he was here just yesterday. Yeah. I'd still like to get moving. Okay, that you're the boss. Bad. You can fill me in on the rest of the details on the way. Uh, Fiddle Punch has graciously allowed us to borrow an airship. A what? An airship. You're saying words, but I I understand so, them individually, understand. but... So you know how boats are okay, fly. but you don't like water? Yes. Imagine the boat without the water. I'm not sure Dry I docked? like this imagining. This is very confusing. Could you maybe explain a bit more about... Well, I know there are uh, magic items that fly sometimes... I think what she's getting at is um, someone did it to a ship. Mostly, yes. Oh, more magic annoyance. Okay. Well, it's mostly a ship. Uh, Fiddle Punch can explain it better. And as and Th- Fava has been walking to the edge of the lake and, and onto dry la- land as she's been talking, and you see Fiddle Punch um, holding a small contraption with a bunch of buttons on it, and as he is pressing the buttons, a rather large very obviously mechanical beetle is walking out of the front door of the tower with a box resting on its back. Huh. Man. So this might as well happen. Oh, don't mind Eddie here. He just uh, helps me carry things around. Don't you, Eddie? Aw. Uh, Eddie says nothing. It has a name. Is it a pet? Well, it's not really sapient or sentient. I, I just control it with this thing. Oh, very interesting. Did you build this Eddie. Yep. Needed something to carry around the heavier telescopes. It works. Most gnomes so don't nice. tend to be incredibly strong. 
So you're the kind of person that names your boat or your sword, aren't you? What's wrong Fiddle with Punch just blinks sword? at you. Anyway, the contents of this box are the airship. Uh, if you don't bring it back, it's okay. I consider it a failed experiment, not because it's not functional. It is functional. It's just, uh, well, you'll see the aesthetics. Uh, we don't need something pretty. We just need something that'll get us there. So thank you. You are quite welcome. And with that, Fiddle Punch kicks the side of the box, and the sides fall out, hmm. and then they fall out again. Uh, and then they fall out again. I take many up. steps okay, away. I heard the bags <laughs> of pulled and, and I guess this is similar or something, but... Uh, it's magic. I just, I don't question it at this point. Okay. I question a lot of things. <laughs> so what you are encountering is very much like a dirigible. Matter of fact, one could argue it is a dirigible. Uh, there is a wooden structure underneath that is large enough for all of you to uh, reside in and s control the whole thing. Uh, there is a larger uh, in surface area and size uh, balloon, if you will, that is above that and attached to it. Uh, the balloon is held in place with a significant number of bones with a giant skull in the front of it. Ah. I don't want to know. I the don't want to know. Yeah. Um, so, a while back, there was a bit of an undead plague that we had here at Coombridge. And while that got taken care of, there were, um, there were a lot of spare parts. Let's put it that way. The humanoid undead were all laid to rest. Uh, we tend to practice cremation here after a hundred years of an undead plague. Cremation. Yes, this makes sense. How otherwise yeah. they're going to get up again. But this thing was never a humanoid. I don't know what it was. It was big. It had wings. I had a moment of inspiration. The moment failed me. Hmm. Well, waste not, want not, I guess. That's what I my thought. bones, so I don't care. Well, this should get you pretty close to Day Perfecta, so it's all yours. Day Perfecta. Huh. Well, we're not actually going to Day Perfecta. Uh, a place a bit south of there. So, actually, a bit closer. No, well, Fava, for now, you're the boss, so let's go. Okay. okay. So, as you hop on board, um, Jen E uh, waves goodbye to all of you. So, goodbye, Jen. Oh, you are still I, 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 I had a wonderful adventure, but I, 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 Hope to see you again. I think you will have a good time with Mr. Fiddlepunch here. You seem to have uh, compatibility. Oh, we've known each other for years. Yeah, things will be fine. Oh, good. You are friends. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Fiddlepunch, for the giant floating ship. And I guess we are to go now. Uh, on the side of the ship, you see that it has, in fact, been named. Uh, it is called the Eyesore. It's very I good like name. it. Good name. Mm -hmm. I used up all my creativity. It works, though. It, don't worry. I am sure we will see each other again. I have been told that I am a recurring character. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, I believe this was meant to be an insult. But in some cases, like when there are friends, it is not. Okay. So you all hop on board the eyesore? Mm-hmm. 
and Thava takes the controls. It appears that Thava is quite proficient at airship controls. She may have had an opportunity to use them in the past. And you lift up and over and out. So this is going to take a couple days, but if we're lucky, it should be completely uneventful. I should probably tell you where we're going. What do you know of the history of the Circulian Empire? Not Can I roll a history all. check on that? That might you be most something my character may. knows about. Especially if you're from Skelvar. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Skelvar, but I rolled an eight, so I'm and guessing it's... According to uh, Ryan's roll, Ryan has just learned there was a Circulian Empire. <laughs> I uh, know nothing at all about this. First I've heard of it, sorry. It's quite all right. Not everyone pays attention in history class, and not everyone has a history class. So, over a thousand years ago, yada, 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 big empire covered the entire continent, very xenophobic, a lot of non-human races, weren't treated very equally, all the oppressed rose up, overthrew it, life got better for most. Uh, Right near the end of the Circulian Empire, uh, that's when Dragonborn were created, so, you know, I kind of owe my existence a little bit to that, but overall... They weren't very nice people. Sometime during the Empire's reign, however, uh, the Emperor at the time had a brother who decided it'd be fun if he just made his own independent kingdom. Politics. Yes, but your kind of politics, Ryan, the kind that involves lots of weapons. I prefer not to use my lots of weapons for politics. Ah, no, well, politics is all about weapons, just some of them are a little more subtle. This is why I don't true. like. And, well. And there was nothing subtle about this at all. Uh, when you're the emperor of an entire continent, you have high level spellcasters at your disposal. Uh, Nemer didn't do well, uh, stricken from the records of history and all that. A few random scholars kept notes. I happen to have read some of those notes. Very insightful, actually. Uh, well, for those who did keep those notes, the land that Nemer did manage to control was renamed to Nemuria because, of course, he was an egotist. Yeah, that tracks. Most and politicians the, are at some level. And the emperor at the time decided the best punishment for his brother was to have his high-level spellcasters raise a bunch of mountains around all of Nemuria. That does not sound like a good outcome for the brother. So he created a land barrier? That that doesn't sound too bad. Apparently, if you have mountains that are tall enough, rain clouds don't go over them. Oh, he created a desert. He did this to his own brother? Could they not have worked things out? It's sad. They were politicians now. Yes, but still, that is family. The party line, so to speak if you read any history book that was condoned by the Empire, was that the family always got along just great, and whenever there was a new heir, it was a unanimous decision. And if you think any of that is what actually happened, I have a bridge to sell you. Morley gives her a confused look. Bridge? History books lie. Uh, I got that part. I don't understand bridge for what. I don't have a bridge it's, to sell you, uh... but never mind. Never mind. Oh, it's okay. a common uh, con. I see. Okay, Would you like see. to buy a bridge? Because I believe I have one. Gorga. No, I do not. Ha- I do not have need for a bridge. But um, sometimes I, you know, as uh, sometimes I get confused with different words in common. So I 
anyway, you have solved it. It's mm, fine. Tell us more. It's fine. Well, deserts, especially ones that receive no rainfall at all, don't tend to allow for a lot of things to prosper. But not everything that exists needs moisture to exist. So various things moved in, including an undead dragon. <laughs> I'm assuming that laughter is out of character because yeah, someone yeah, yeah, is remembering. Yeah. That, that was very out of character. <laughs> Quite all right. Um, if Ryan was laughing, it would sound very different. <laughs> for, for some reason, Zeely shows up flying alongside the airship and just laughs. Actually, no, that would be a different laugh, too. Don't worry. We're not going to go fight a dragon. Uh, there's a very long story that I'm going to shorten by a very large amount. And just say that um, if you are, in fact, any kind of undead going up against the vast majority of paladins of Bahamut is perhaps the worst choice you will ever make in your unlife. And the last? If you're lucky, yes. Well, that particular encounter happened away from Nemoria. So one has to ask, what happened to the treasure? Wait, we're, we're treasure hunters now? I thought we were looking for an un- We're looking for something in an undead dragon's hoard? Yes. Well, the undead dragon died like 15 years ago. We should be fine. But what does this have to do with kraken hunting? Because I, I agreed to stop the kraken from coming back, not to a lifetime of servitude. Oh, certainly, certainly. Not not a lifetime of servitude. Remember, the goal is for you to not die. But we are currently operating on a shoestring budget. I used up most of my resources commissioning that boat and that cleric that brought you back. Okay, so we're fundraising. Fair enough. Yes. Argonia is a fair enough deity to serve, but gold doesn't rain from the sky. So we're going to go dig some up. Excellent. Okay. Doesn't sound too terrible. Okay. I got the years wrong. It was actually five years ago, but never mind. <laughs> Doesn't matter. None yeah. of us would know the difference, you know? Yeah. Just retcon, <laughs> Thava said five years. Mm. Okay. Because um, <laughs> there was 10 years from when Thava was killed, but never mind. Um, so the next couple of days are actually very uneventful. You've got some nice views as you look over the side. Thava has decided to pick an overland route which is a bit longer to go. But at the same time, you're not flying over vast swaths of ocean. And she decided that that might be a bit more soothing for some members of the party. If there's a deck of cards on board, because I don't have one in my equipment slot, I'm going to challenge someone to poker and cheat my butt off. (laughs) Oh, I'll play. Morley's going to make a mask for everyone, assuming he's still got his... Uh, loom and yarn and stuff because we're going to where there is sand and it might be nicer to have a mask on. Oh, it is very dusty. Yes. So I have dice and proficiency in the dice set. I oddly have proficiency in a playing card, which for Rogue, I assume means I know how to cheat. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Do you also have proficiency in sleight of hand? Yes, I am. Okay. So, Ryan, I'm assuming you don't cheat? Correct. Okay. Then I am going to... Are you going to play cards or dice? It, I'll prefer cards, but I don't have cards in my equipment, so it depends on there being a deck of cards on board. Otherwise, we'll play dice and I'll still try to cheat. There are cards available. Then I'm going to push for cards. All right. Okay. 
I am going to ask for a sleight of hand check from Gorga, but because you are intending to cheat, well, that's why I'm saying sleight of hands, uh, because you're also proficient in cards, you may add your proficiency bonus on top of the number that already has your proficiency bonus in it. And I, for I got Ryan, a nat 20, so oof. total result is 28 with <laughs> the extra bonus, but nat 20. Okay, well, for Ryan, I'm going to ask for an insight check, and from Gorga, I'm also going to ask for a deception check. Oof. I got an 8 on my deception check. Okay. 14 insight. Okay, so Ryan, you lose very badly, and you don't know how Gorga managed to do it, but you're pretty sure this deck does not have 8 aces. <laughs> <laughs> you have not seen all 8 at once, but you saw 4 of them go into the Discord pile, and Gorga, for this last hand, has put down 4 of a kind... All he's king high. Hmm. I don't think I know this variety of poker. I believe the rules were communicated well. Sure they were. Ryan sort of pats Gorka on the shoulder. <laughs> Vex comes over and slides a card over to Ryan. Who does? Sorry, I didn't... Vex. Vex the pseudo-dragon. Oh. oh. <laughs> they, just, they just swoop in. They were over by Thaba, but they swoop in and put down another card that looks like it's from the same pack next to Ryan and sort of scoots it forward a little bit with their tail. Oh, how cute. It oh, is, in fact, another be... ace. <laughs> you want to be Dalton, too? I think Vex is just trying to show you how many aces there are currently in our gear. I noticed, but thank you. All right, so after a couple days... And you've been sort of going along the ridgeline of some mountains. Some of the mountains are higher than others. But there's a ridgeline of mountains that goes through the center of this ring of a continent. Almost like it's a giant caldera from something very large hitting the planet many, many, many eons ago. Go figure. You get to a point where the mountains sort of shift awkwardly in a different direction and are a bit taller. And you start going a bit higher up. We are almost there. All right. Now, if we are fortunate, the only things we're going to find are going to be dust, bones, and a significant amount of treasure. If we are not lucky, we're still going to find dust, bones, and a significant amount of treasure. Oh, let's grab the glittering prize and get out. I hate glitter. Why? It is so pretty. It gets everywhere. Oh, yeah, it's that. Well, I can help with the dust. I have made everyone a mask and a few extras. So here, pick a color. It'll keep the dust off of the sand out of your breathing. Nice. Thank like, you. Lay out That's a bunch of masks. Of you. Hmm? I'm assuming you've also made one for Vex. Oh, yes, a little <laughs> tiny one. I, I don't know how he's going to wear it unless he has little ears. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Horns. He's got horns. Maybe. Oh, okay. But... Yes. That's, that'll work. I'll just tie the one up here and... There you are, little friend. Okay, this is wonderful. This is actually going to make things a lot easier if a dust storm does kick up. So, um, Gorga, mm-hmm. with your passive perception of 17, yeah. that pause is always the, oh no, pause, and I <laughs> it's glorious. I don't have to make people roll for perception because someone has a high perception check, a passive perception. It's um, one of the things she's good at. Mm-hmm. So... The wooden substructure that you're in does have windows along the edges, and the plates of glass for these windows 
you, you think they're glass. They might be a bit stronger than glass, which makes you wonder if it's some type of transparent aluminum, but that kind of thing doesn't exist, so never mind. Um, but between these plates of whatever transparent material is being used for the windows, those are also bones made to look like ribcage bones because, of course, they are. There was a lot of material left over, so Fiddlepunch used it. One of them moves. Is that thing supposed to move? I ask in general. Uh, Not what? thinking anyone's an expert. What thing? I have no idea. I point at that thing just one moved. Point lower than yours. <laughs> I point at the thing. That thing just moved. Is it supposed to? It could be because the air pressure is different up here. Is that a bad thing? It's supposed to move? or Well, there's air in here. There's air out there. If there's a pressure differential, something has to give. We're very lucky we haven't had a blowout. That sounds bad. Well, I could have told you, but then you'd spend the whole trip worrying. Probably, yes. Mm -hmm. A different one moves. Okay, now that thing's moving. I pull out my sword. I I think we're getting into a fight with the ship. Don't be silly. I can only catch... This thing has been dead. And yes, it was undead for a period of time. But its undeath ended very abruptly 15 years ago. Do you not remember our entire job is to make sure things stay dead? Sometimes dead things come back. Or else your goddess wouldn't need us. You know, that is an incredibly reasonable deduction. And I am very glad to have you on board right now. But also... I'm really wishing I had thought of that first. And with that, the head that's on the front of the boat sort of breaks off, turns around, and looks through the front windows at you. Radiant soul. I'm triggering my radiant soul. You attack the boat. No. I <laughs> and I got blowing. a 21 on my initiative. What does radiant soul do? Once per long rest this in action, you can transform, gaining glimmering eyes and two incorporeal wings for one minute or until you end it as a bonus action. You have a flying speed of 30 feet, and once per turn, you can have one or attack or spell deal three and additional radiant damage to one target. I uh, Basically, what I want is wings. So you look like an angel now? <laughs> yes. just silly wings. Fine. Kind of. I mean... They this... look more like an angel than they did already. Okay. Yeah. Ryan, is there something you have not been telling us about yourself? I think I've been... Oh, exactly. They've been very straightforward. This is just a logical progression of what they can do. I see. Can't do it very long. Okay, then let's, I guess, make use of this. Morley shrugs. And... He's not a fighter. He doesn't know what's going on. Let's try to land and kill the ship at the same time. Preferably land first. That sounds like an excellent plan. Let's get started. And with that, Gorga, you get to go first with your roll of 21, dexterity-based character. Okay. Um, am I going to be able to deal sneak attack damage? Because technically we're all within the... One could the... argue that the ship is engaged with everyone inside the ship. So in that case, I roll a 15 on my attack roll. That's not very good, but that's what I did. A 15 will not hit. Okay, so a swing and a miss. And... Let's see, who else is a martial character? Me. Okay, I'm using my bonus action to give you advantage. I like how Thava said that she doesn't like glitter, and then one of the party literally turned into a glitter bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thava's going to have to rethink whether or not she likes glitter after this fight. <laughs> okay, I'm willing to make a single party exception. <laughs> Next up is Vex. A half-elf jumps out of nowhere. No. 
Oh no, that would take a lot of explaining. (laughs) That that would require a lot of explaining, and also he would specifically not be targeting the ship. Uh huh. One of the passengers instead, Mm -hmm. and it would not be a fair fight. (laughs) That's for sure. I I did not level Thava up more. Vex leveled up a lot more. Original Vex. Yeah, I think Vex is level eighteen. Yeah. Things are bad. Possibly 19. I don't remember if Chris gave Vex the final level that I let the rest of the party get. Um, so next up is Vex. Like I said, the Pseudo Dragon is going to make some attacks. It helps if I click on Pseudo Dragon and not the stats for the ship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you can give this thing Ancient Gold Dragon stats. We won't complain. By that, I mean Vex, our partner, not the ship. <laughs> the ship is not an Ancient Dragon. Uh, that is a 15. The 15 does nothing. Two Next 15s in a row, wow. Oh, Vex has a plus four, and I rolled an 11, so, nah. And also only one attack, because Vex's stats are CR one-fourth. Oh. <laughs> Vex is not the helper NPC. No. <laughs> Vex is the keep-alive NPC. The helper NPC would be Thava. Thava grabs the helm, which is not the helm that we have on the Monday games that allows for space travel. That would be much more exciting. But no, it's a big wheel. <laughs> And says, I'm going to try to get us closer to the ground at a less than terminal velocity. Hold it off. Morley. I'm next. Oh, no. You're next. <laughs> um, uh, hold it off. Okay. So I'm going to try to cast Toll of the Dead on the giant skull. Okie dokie. And that's All a right. wisdom saving throw, correct? Yes. What's my uh, target thir- number? 13. Huh. That is exactly a 13. Okay. So it hits. No. no. Uh, for saving throws, ties do not go to the attacker. They are the exception. Uh, okay. Okay. Doesn't work. Yeah. Apparently, there's a bit of brain rattling around in that, inside that otherwise empty skull. Uh. Or it didn't need brains in order to be wise, which is a bit more terrifying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I know plenty of people with brains who aren't wise. <laughs> Fair. Uh, magical, non-binary, super saiyan ranger, Rhine. No, wrong class. I'm a fighter sorcerer, not a ranger. <laughs> Fair. An inspiration. I Remember, if you make an attack, you get advantage. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out if I can give somebody a piggyback ride. Oh, no. I would require a strength check for that, at the very least. I'm proficient in athletics. Fair. But also, you are still inside an enclosed structure. Yes, I would like to exit the enclosed structure. I was sipping my tea. Okay. (laughs) Yes, the door is there, and you can attempt to open it. The whole ship has been shifting slightly, and the bones were incorporated into the structural integrity. Um, But what's your bonus to athletics? Plus four. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to ask for a roll then. Okay. With an 18, you don't go and try the door handle first to see if the door is openable, you sort of just, as you're walking towards the door, give it a kick, and now there's no more door. All right. Um, I don't think I can both give someone a piggyback ride and attack, so I'm just going to hop out, spread my wings, and attempt to hit the skull with a sword. I like how many campaigns we've had where Eo ends up playing a character that can fly. <laughs> oh my, that's right. One of them is my fault, but still. 
Yeah, another one started off my fault, but then became 100% Zeely. But never mind. Um, There's also the time EO became an X-Wing. You mean a dragonfly? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, And I do believe it was EO that coined the term dragonfly, and that's fantastic. Especially considering it was a kobold, Mm -hmm. who's apparently half-dragon. But never mind. Oh, for... I'm spending my inspiration. That's Two why I give ones. It. <laughs> Two nat ones in a row on an advantage. We can take roll. the higher wow. of the nat ones, though. Oh, a 19 hard. is better. A 19 will hit. And I get to add three radiant damage because I am very glowy right now. So that's um, 10 slashing three radiant to the skull. Is it a magical attack? Um, I have no idea. I'm customarily doing the flaming sword thing, but it doesn't add fire damage. Okay. Um, yet, but I guess it's a spell. Okay. Um, I need to work that into the damage. Okay. And damaging the ship, not Rhine. Those are different entities in the combat tracker. <laughs> yes. According to the combat tracker, Ryan has zero not, out of zero hit points already. I did not use the nat ones. I am not damaging me. I have not traditionally done damage to the players upon crit fails anyway, so it's fine. Okay, it's Fair. the ship's turn. Hello. It screams at you. Great. Fantastic. You are nice the to only, know. You are the only being that's managed to hurt it so far. Congratulations. You have its attention. Excellent. Um, so we're going to have a roll. Well, uh, interesting. That's a 25. Um, but not a nat 20? Not a nat 20. I cast shield. Okay. What does that raise your AC to, by the way? 26. Okay, wonderful. Because that was its first attack. Basically, the spine that goes across the top of the balloon structure was an actual spine that extended out into a tail, and it swung around and tried to get you in the back. Did not work as it intended. Um, Second attack is a nat one. (laughs) And third attack is also not going to be above 20. So it does three attacks against you, and nothing hits. Excellent. There's a lot of swings and misses in this fight. Well, it's attacking someone with an effective AC of 26. That's going to be the case. And it took a 19 to hit this thing. Zuda. Can we still see the uh, the head from inside the ship? Yes. The head has not made any attacks. There have been other bits of bone that have broken off and taken swings oh, at, okay. at Rhine. Yeah, which the entire is, ship is attacking us, and we're hoping to kill it around the same time we land? It, I, misinterpreted, <laughs> I misinterpreted what had gone on. Uh, by the way, as these v- bits were breaking off to attack Rhine... You are also losing bits of the ship. So far, it's mostly been windows. And it hasn't managed to do any damage. Not yet, but not for want of trying. Okay. I am going to cast Guiding Bolt. Is this because Thava said she hates glitter? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and make your attack roll. Uh, 18 plus 5 is 23. That will hit. What's your damage? Uh, 16 radiant damage, and the next attack roll made against the target has advantage. It's immune to water genasi. Okay. The next attack, Ryan picks up Gorga and tosses her. <laughs> that is not what I intend to do with people I pick up. <laughs> no, no. You, you toss her at the ground so that she can land safely. No. no. <laughs> that, that's not how that works? It is not. 
Just remember the trick to flying is not even if you throw yourself out the ground and you miss. I would prefer not to hurl anybody into orbit either. So long as they're not in a collision trajectory with Zeely's star. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. I wasn't going to NPC Talia's character while Chris was not here, but I think we might need to. Uh, we're going to go with a traditional Eldritch Blast. That's a miss. Okay, we're back up to the top. Gorga. Well, Gorga doesn't have a lot of options, so she's going to try stabbing again. It's a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off. And I got a 12, which I believe is a no. That so, is a no. So I'll use my bonus ac- action to give Ryan advantage again, and that's pretty much all I can do. Next up is Vex, and that's a miss. Next up is Thava. Thava is continuing to try to pilot the ship. The ship is not a fan of this plan. Ugh. We are. We support this. Thava got a two. Oh, no. And Thava might be proficient at airships, but with a two, your proficiency bonus only goes so far. I'd like everyone to make a dexterity save. Well, everyone except Ryan. Oh, Ryan, boy. you are fine. You're doing just great. For the briefest okay. of moments, you think 22? that there was a strong gust of wind and you turned sideways. No, that wasn't you. Oh. The ship is not doing a barrel roll. The ship is turning downwards a bit more of a crashing trajectory than a landing trajectory. Okay, I see a 22, I see an 11, I see a 7. Not quite 9 degrees yet, Archbeth, but we're getting there. Gorga, you're fine. Uh, you're doing that thing in, I want to say it was called up periscope or down periscope. One, one of those two directions with Kelsey Grammer, where the sub is going in all kinds of weird directions and the guy in the engine just puts out one foot and braces himself and he's fine. <laughs> but it looks like Morley... And Morley and Zuda, you are prone. Oh, okay. Which can be both good and bad, depending. It's a small enough thing that you're in right now that going prone is not going to give you damage. Okay. And I should probably roll for Talia. Not one for Talia. Oh, no. <laughs> Talia's hanging out the front. Oh, no. Swearing in Infernal. These words I understand. You don't know what deity is named Crash, but it sounds like Talia is attempting (laughs) to threaten to kill a god, or at least someone who has control over her life. (laughs) Something about again. The word again keeps coming. (laughs) I'm probably the only one who understands I feel like uh, Crashes might have control over a lot of people's lives right now. Don't blame me. Blame the random number generator built into D&D Beyond. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, Morley, it's your turn. Um, okay, so I am prone, so I'm going to get up and then maybe see if I can reach Talia and pull her back into the boat. Well, you are also at the front of the boat. You're just not hanging out where the window used to be. Oh, uh, okay, so, so I can like yeah, try when, to when you went prone, you slid down the deck. Oh, okay. Convenient then I landed next to where Talia is and uh yeah, and, and not where Talia is. Right, outside of the boat, so I'm going to try to reach out and pull her back in. Okay, give me, um, I will allow strength or athletics. Um, Probably the same number. So. The same number, so I'll just do athletics. Oh no, <laughs> that's a one. Did you nat okay. one? for it too. I nat one, plus, I get a plus one for the, um, the well, athletics. And that one's going to be a nat a one. Two. Yeah. I'm Why going to be a have gracious to DM. Try to catch. I have inspiration I can use. Try again. You may definitely use roll it. Up, spend the inspiration use if you it. want to. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the inspiration. I'm gonna do athletics one more time. This time I have a 13 plus one for a 14. Okay, um, you don't pull Talia back into the ship, but Talia is far less likely to lose her grip at this point. She she's gone from holding on by her fingers to having the elbow up and over the edge. Okay, progress. Progress. Yes. But that is sadly going to be an action. So Ryan. You're up. All right. Um, I could try to grab Talia, or I could try to attack this thing. I'm fine, dear. Get the stabby bits. All right. I will attempt to get the stabby bit. Narrator voice. Talia was not fine. <laughs> and I will cast Green Flame Blade as I attempt to do this. Um, is that going to do it? A 17 is not. Um, okay, I... This thing's a literal tank. Actually, it's a literal airship. <clears throat> we're all just trying to stab it, and we're getting little tink, 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 tink noises. To be fair, that's what it was getting when it tried to hit Ryan last turn also. I, um... Let's see. I will not use Favored by the Gods to try and make that. I am, however, going to use my bonus action to cast Shield of Faith. Oh, I forgot to undo. That should not have worked earlier, but ugh. I have a horrible time keeping track of my AC right now. I apologize. It's fine. I did not delete that when I should have. I assumed the long rest would clear it, and it did not. I'm honestly surprised the long rest didn't clear certain things, but we're going to move forward, which means it is the ship's turn. The ship does not turn. That was Thava's fault. It is going to try to make three attacks. The tail is going to try to stab Ryan again, because of course it is. That is a 21. I will cast shield. Uh, That is an 18. That's going to miss two. And the third attack is going to be a 16, which is also a miss. Congratulations, everyone. Ryan is definitely the tank. Perhaps if anyone else had managed to to damage it, this would be a bit more chaotic. But whatever. Uh, Zuda. Hey, I damaged it. I'm just inside. Oh, true. Hmm. Can I... I can't remember if... Have we established that I can cast two spells in a round if one of them is a bonus action? Uh, I have house-ruled it so that if you are... Actually, yeah. Yeah, I've house-ruled it so that you can cast two spells um, if you're doing quicken spell. It doesn't Ah, matter. But if you're not doing quicken spell, then... Actually, no. Hold on. The official ruling is that if you cast a spell, you can you can cast two spells as one of them as a cantrip is basically what the official ruling is. But we've been, I have historically allowed like um, a healer to cast a full action spell and then and as then a bonus action cast another weapon. spell. And neither of those is a cantrip. Okay. So I have been allowing that. Go ahead. Well, one of them is a cantrip, so that helps. Um, I am going to Toll the Dead on the ship, I guess. This sounds like an excellent plan. This is now a toll boat. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> uh, it's got to make a will save at 13. And there's that. Who, who's playing a Zelda game? The vampire, <laughs> I assume. That's my text <laughs> message notification. Uh, oh. Okay. Well, it has a very high wisdom, but not high enough. That's a 10. Oh, and that's 11 damage. And then I'm going to toss Shield of Faith up on Ryan. Can't. I don't think it stacks. Oh, hmm. I think um, you can only have... I think you can only benefit from one shield of faith. Oh, I thought you just had shield on. 
No, I know both. Uh, in that Remember, case, I'll Eo... put it on Morley. Oh, thank you. Okay. Every little bit helps. What does Remember, this do? Remember, Eo likes playing characters with an AC of yes. <laughs> right. What does and it divine do? divine soul sorcerers get cleric spells. You have a plus two to AC. Okay. So we're just going to have to remember that. All right. Going to try. And Talia's up. The DM is dealing with too many tabs. Eldritch Blast. That is a 19. That hits for nine points of damage. I will not damage Talia. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wouldn't do anything because the encounter tracker has everyone's hit points listed as zero out of zero. But so many buttons to press. Gorga, you are up. Still can't do much more than try to stab it, so... Why can I not roll above a 10 today for an attack roll? No. 11, that's a miss. Giving Ryan advantage again. To be fair, you made sure you didn't fly out a window. Yeah, I've been rolling really well on most things, just not the attack rolls. You roll really well for the not die things. Vex's turn. That's better. That's better. That's a 13. Still a miss. Fava's turn. Okay, that's a bit higher for her roll. The ground is getting very, very close at remarkable speeds. But the ship is starting to angle at a bit better angle. I said angle twice, and that's awkward. But so is this entire encounter. It looks like in a round or two, you might end up doing a controlled skid if the ship doesn't break apart completely. Those two things are not mutually exclusive. Morley. Okay, if Talia is still sort of hanging outside the ship, and I can tell that we're kind of going down, I'm going to try to pull her back in. So she okay. doesn't hit the ground herself, you know, <laughs> like she could be in the ship. So I'm going to okay. guess athletics again, maybe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got a 15 total. A 15 will not hit. Wait, <sighs> no, you're, you're trying to help. Wait, wait, 15, I'm not trying to hit her. I'm trying to save her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll help you. Flack. It's <laughs> <laughs> not really his thing, you know, so. Not that yeah. kind of helping. <laughs> Um, okay, so you uh, you have successfully pulled Talia back into the ship that is trying to kill you. Good. Wait. What's well, better than her landing under the ship that is trying to... All, to kill yes. You. Yes, this is true. Yeah. Ryan. I am going to take another fiery swing at this thing. Ugh. And that's a nine. More no. tank noises. At least it's two. not that that one that I see crossed out. True. Everything wants the nat one. <laughs> okay, it's the ship's turn. Uh, the tail is going to take a swing at Zuda. Wait, I didn't take my bonus action. Okay, do your bonus action. My bonus action is going to be using my... Uh, looks like I can... Yep, that's a bonus action. Um, converting my sorcery points into a spell slot. Filling up the tank. Yes. Zuda, that's a 21 to hit. Uh, there's nothing I can do about that. Okay, you're taking 13 points of piercing damage as Ow. the tail goes through a back window and also through you. And two claw attacks are going for Ryan because, of course, they are. Uh, that does not need shield to matter. And <laughs> the other one is a 19. Yeah, neither of those will hit. Okay. Oh, my gosh. You didn't even need to cast shield for this time around. <laughs> uh, Zuda. Um... I'm trying to decide whether to take the funny action or the reasonable action. Yes. <laughs> if it helps, we barely managed to scratch this thing, so this thing's kind of has us at a disadvantage, even though it's oh, not doing done, very well itself. You've done a significant amount of damage to it. Ryan has. It's a team effort, and Zuda, Zuda has also yeah. done. And also, Ryan was able to 
do as well as they did because someone keeps letting them roll at advantage. Just just throwing that out there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw another guiding bolt at it. Okay. That's a dirty 20 to hit. That will definitely hit. For 10 radiant damage. Okay, it's Talia's turn. Going to roll at advantage for Eldritch Blast. That's a 23 for 8 points of damage. Okay, that takes us to the end of round 3. Wow. That's exactly what I planned for how many rounds it would be before the next event. Event is in metallics. This is the part where we crash, isn't it? Well, one could argue it was a controlled landing. There might be some debate. Good points would be made on both sides of the argument. Everyone give me a dexterity save. Another Um, 20 for a total of 26. I have a 15 plus 3 for 8. Okay. I got a rock. Oh, Oh, no. A 3. All right. That is going to be... So, if you rolled less than 15, you're taking 9 points of damage. If you rolled a 15 or higher, you're taking 4 points of damage. But because Gorga got a nat 20, I'm going to say, Gorga, you managed to plant your feet on a scrap of wood that breaks off from the ship as it collides with the ground and surf your way to safety. (laughs) (laughs) At the very end of your forward momentum, you do this little spin to use up all the extra momentum and you're just there looking cool. I make crashing look good. (laughs) By the way, everyone who failed their save is also prone. Uh, And with that, the bones get up. And I'm going to share an image of what the bones look like. Remember, I said there were a lot of bones. There was a really evil-looking skull in the front, and it had a tail and wings. Wow. And that that's is exactly... an eyesore, all wow. right. Yep, it definitely Gorgon is an may eyesore. or may not have two traumatizes now. And it takes a deep breath and roars at you again. And what do you say we take a short break? Oh, Excellent. wow. Okay. I'm going to press okay. some buttons. And everything is fine. <laughs> Somewhere else, where the party isn't. Where the party is, however, uh, you are all on the ground, so there's that. Some of you are more on the ground than others, so there's that. And there's a giant skeleton with insect-like wings. And a tail with what looks like a stinger on the end of it. And claws that is roaring at you. Gorga, would you like to offer a rebuttal? I'd like to... And I'm going to try, but my stabby stabs have not been successful so far. And I say that has I got a dirty 20. A dirty 20 is going to hit. Roll. Do I, yes, do I get sneak, sneak attack. attack. It's engaged with okay. everybody. It's a polycule. Has not set a date yet. Okay, so that's 8 without sneak. And the sneak gets in a... Or that's 12 with without the sneak because it was an 8 on the die. But, so with the sneak, it's a total of 20, but it's non-magical in the way you've been talking. I assume it has some resistance or damage reduction to that. Yes, but that attack still bloodies it. Okay, and once again, I'll use my bonus action to give Ryan advantage. Appreciate it. Vex is slightly perturbed that you have not given Vex advantage. (laughs) 
They're trying. Uh, but Vex got a 19 on the die. So add in their bonus and that's going to hit. Of course, we're talking about a CR 1 fourth creature here. So that is a bite. It does four points of non-magical damage. Well, Vex does like gnawing on bones. It does manage to gnaw on the bones, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes up to one of the legs and goes, ah, 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 ah. It's adorable. Well, it would be very adorable if it wasn't chewing on a giant bone monstrosity attempting to destroy everything you love. Okay, next up is Thava's turn. Thava does not need to control the ship anymore. She drops what's left of the helm that she was holding. Oh. And goes for a nice old-fashioned Eldritch Blast. Uh, that is a 19. That number keeps coming up. And that does eight points of damage. Next up is Morley. Okay, I'm going to do Eldritch Blast. And I have rolled, let's see... 15 plus 5 for 20. That's a hit. All right. From watching you, Mom. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is like, I think in, if you put all of our sessions of this campaign together, Morley has managed to have Eldritch Blast hit three times if you include this one. So to be fair, we're only on episode seven. Yes, but still, you know. All right. So damage is, let's see, it looks like um, a five. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Five damage. Five points of damage. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ryan. Yes. Suda, you want a hand? I've got it. Thank you. All right. In that case, Ryan is going to, still kind of in the air themselves, be swinging their sword at this thing's head. It's like Legend of Zelda. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Except <laughs> it's Ryan flying around. And instead of saying, hey, listen, it's a flaming sword. Uh-huh. So an improvement. Um, Very I much think so. someone help-actioned me, so I still have advantage? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. My class allows me to use help as a bonus action, and I don't have a lot of other bonus Dirty actions. 20. Here, so. That's a hit. Um, that's going to be four slashing, three radiant. And it's not magical? Um, I'm casting Green Flame Blade. I think that makes it magical. Okay. I think the Radiant would have to be magical, oh, the, but... Yeah. yeah, the Radiant is magical by default. I, I'm thinking of the Slashing. I'm making the attack as part of a spell, technically. I'm just not bothering to call it out because it doesn't do any extra damage right now. I'm looking for any advantage you can get because you're fighting a CR9 creature. Moving forward. Neat. And a good time was had by all. <laughs> well, you've already taken out, I think, a CR10 in combat, so it's doable. Um, It is the skeleton's turn. It is going to have its tail take a swipe at Gorga, because it's not very nice. That is a 13. That's a miss. And it's going to take two swipes at Rhine, because when someone's in your face, you tend to go at them first. In this case, it's almost literal. (laughs) Uh, that is another 13, so I know that's a miss, and that is a 22. I can cast I just, a shield. Can I just repeat <gasps> that I love that we're playing a game where I say they roll a 22, and then the player has to think for a moment. I love that. <laughs> but moving forward, because it is getting later. Zuda. Um, I'm going to have to healing word myself, and I'm going to do that at second level. Okay, but that's a bonus action, right? Yes. So Zuda points a finger at herself and says, get better. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, no, it's just healing word, not words. So, no, no, you just got to sit second level. I'll I'll, I'll get better. (laughs) 
<laughs> First level, you just have to say, heal. And then a dog sits down. <laughs> and then I'm going to channel divinity with my action. Uh, Archbeth, I like oh. your solution. Yelling, improve. <laughs> and create a twilight sanctuary. And at the end of my turn, I am giving myself two temporary hit points. Okay. A collection of glittery vampires converge on your location. Quick, use them as blunt weapons against the skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the glittery one here. Glitter well, goes everywhere. It can spread. It's fine. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> Plenty to go around. Okay, it's Talia's turn. And because Elders Blast is doing such a wonderful job, we're going to attempt that again. And that is a 21 for 7. 7 points of nope damage. Gorga. Oh, and let me know if you end your turn within 30 feet of me. Talia. Considering two of us are in melee range of this thing, I assume multiples of us are within 30 feet. I mean, you're all in the scattered wreckage of the ship, fighting what's left of the ship. So Talia okay. ended Talia's turn within 30 feet of you. Okay. okay. You know what? Talia also gets two temporary hit points. Yay! I rolled a 17 on my attack roll, which I believe is still a miss, so... Mm-hmm. Once again, I'm going to use my bonus action to give Ryan advantage, and that's my turn. Vex misses again. <laughs> Gorga gets two temporary hit points. Thank you. I haven't been hit yet, but it might be useful. Vex ends their turn within 30 feet. Vex gets eight temporary hit points. Yeah. You have doubled Vex's hit pool, and then a little bit. Oh! <laughs> CR 1-4th. They're yeah. familiar. Well, that beefy. <laughs> okay, it is Thava's turn. Thava thinks better of the first thought that c comes to mind, because too many of you are within melee. So it looks like we're going to go with Eldritch Blasting. Oh, that's a 29. That's a glancing blow. Six points of damage. Morley, you're up. Okay, so I just noticed that Toll the Dead is a 1d8 damage, but if the target is missing any of the hit points, it goes to a uh, D12, so I'm going to try Toll the Dead, because I know that thing's missing some hit points. Oh, yes. It's bloody. Okay. So I'm going to cast Toll the Dead, and it's a Wisdom's... Uh, wisdom 13. saving throw. Yeah, of th 13. It just says Wisdom mm -hmm. 13. It's not thing to hit or click on. That is a 12. It fails. Ooh! Okay. Roll a D12. So, alright. Rolling a D12. Let's see what we get. Got a 6. Okay. Six points of nope damage. Yes. Ryan. And I think that's it. Sorry? I said I think that's it. Okay. Ryan, you're up. Did someone help action me this turn? My brain... Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. I am going to... Oh, that's nice. I get seven. Yay. Dirty 20. <laughs> A dirty 20 hits. And that's going to be another four slashing three radiant. I think we're like six rounds in. This is round five. Okay. I would have lost count, but the encounter tracker is thankfully keeping track for me. Nice. Yeah, this thing's got a high AC, so we're not making a lot of hits against it. it I'm just trying to keep though. track of when Radiant Soul uh, goes down. It's You're whittling away at it. Okay, first attack. It is going to attack Thava this turn with its tail. Uh, that is... Oh, I was going to say that's a miss, but I didn't realize Thava's AC is 12. We're only third level, and we didn't get no, no. Thava's not third swag level. from Patreons. <laughs> Thava's a lot higher than third level. Oh. oh. Thava's not a run forward and attack it with melee weapons kind of character. 
And they had magical other armor, but someone took that when Thava was killed the first time. <clears throat> that person is not here. Okay, so that's 13 points of damage to Thava. Thava uses a reaction. Ah. Any guesses? Shield? I don't know Thava's stats. Thava rebukes it hellishly. Oh. And I was rolling while I was talking. That's a deck save. It fails by eight points. That is one of Thava's few spell slots. As a warlock, Thava does not cast at lower levels. Lower levels are for sorcerers and wizards. Everything Thava does is at max level. That's 36 points of damage. Wow. The bones disintegrate. Is it dead? I hope it's dead. For real this time. I really hope so too, because if it isn't, we're breathing it right now. That is why I made the masks, so we don't breathe the bad things. Oh, I so, should probably put mine on. That would have been a good plan, yes. But I did not have time to remind you when we were trying to fight this monstrosity. I'll put so, my mask on, um, too, if I haven't already. And Otherwise, I'll say, so we can all make a pact. No more ships or boats. They're just bad news. We need to take stock of our food and waters. All right. There's not going to be any water in here. No. I have a full water skin and ten days worth of rations for myself. Thava pulls out a what looks like a bottle and says, Don't worry, I've got you covered. <laughs> okay, good to know. She borrowed from Grandma. <laughs> yep. No, no, she did not. <laughs> <laughs> but she may have learned from previous encounters in this particular area. Mm. Yeah, if she borrowed it from Chroma, it would be a decanter of endless nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to drink that. Who's up for a nice refreshing? <laughs> ah! Put the cork back in. Put the cork back in. <laughs> also, that's a bag of holding that the nope is in. So it's not technically a decanter, but whatever. <laughs> Food's going to be more of a concern. The good news is nothing's going to rot, probably. And hmm. as you look around, you see that the area you've crashed in, for the most part, looks like it's farmland think very much dust bowl depression area united states dust bowl except less habitable there are fences there are buildings scattered here and there there's even a windmill or two off in the distance uh somewhere so far away you can't even see them there's a dog named courage no <laughs> that's not true or it is true but so far away that they're not in this particular area right so which way is the sun? Okay, there. All right. So it looks like that's the direction we need to go in. All right. Keep an eye out for any other skeletons. And also uh, hideous looking beings with single eyes. Wait, what's now? I'll keep an eye out. <laughs> yes. It's a joke, yes? <laughs> I get this one. We should probably also try to figure out the magic in this area because it seems to have revived our airship on its own. So... If we're looking way for ways to keep the Kraken dead, then stopping whatever made that happen might be a good place to start. I know the kind of magic that does that. And it doesn't have anything to do with Kraken revival? I sincerely hope not. It didn't when I last encountered it, but it's worrying. Okay, we got a job to do, and let's do it. Uh, I'm assuming that this conversation is happening as you're walking. Oh, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So, remember when Fiddlepunch mentioned the undead plague? Mm -hmm. Right, with the zombies that they had to burn so they would not get back up. Yes, because nothing stayed down. The only way they could 
eliminated was cremation. My former employer did that. Okay, your former employer is coming up a lot. Can you just tell us all you know about them? Because it sounds like they may be relevant. I've already told you a lot about her. Her name was Malathomax. She was an ancient green dragon that, for the most part, did a very good job at becoming a god. Fascinating. And also terrifying. Yes. This one returns. It is possible that she got a bit closer to becoming a god than the ragtag band of adventurers that eventually slew her thought and has managed to come back. That is a thought that's going to keep me up late at night, considering she didn't tolerate traitors very well. Hence, Tim. And I could technically be considered a traitor at this point. Or it could be that more than one ancient dragon figured that trick out, and considering this is the realm that used to be controlled by an ancient undead dragon, maybe they did the same trick. In which case, it's just that we brought a bunch of bones here, and the latent magic worked on it. That could also be a thing. So maybe it's fine, so long as none of us dies here. The rule of not dying, that's still in effect, by the way. Of course. Yes. Uh, yeah, not dying is always a good goal. We can assume that it was the dead dragon who managed to bring the dead back to life. And for now, let's get that money so we can make sure the Kraken stays dead and we can get back to our lives. Undead dragon, undead ship. Makes sense. It could also be that it's your fault. I don't mean any offense by that, but... um, I don't know magic. Good. No, no, but magic has a way of leaving a residue. You mean Hence, I'm leaking? You are not the only one with the magic. Baba hands you some caulk. Oh, no. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She does not. Technically, Malathomax may have leaked. Oh, oh. Yes. I've been thinking about that tree you encountered. We encountered a tree? I thought that was the kobolds. We encountered... Um, you encountered a tree. Oh, right. The, the one with the mushrooms. The, the one with Got the mushrooms. Yes. Yes. Which Three. did get named after uh, her. They were calling it Mal. Junior. Mal Junior, I believe you told Junior, me. Junior, I guess. It's possible that that tree was spawned by some residue of Malathomax's power. Once you reach a certain but threshold, we burned it. a lot of rules go out the window. Yes, you did. You destroyed it utterly. How close were you when you destroyed it? Oh. And then you spent two days inside the rib cage of a bunch of bones. Yeah. I'm just going to go on record and say I hate this gig. I guess magic is like glitter. Sometimes. So. Well, this is. That cave system was not the only location that Malthomax called home, and also not the only location that we are going to need to investigate. So imagine how I feel right now that one of the possibilities is, in fact, that Malthomax is back. We're coming back. You're the one that signed up for this life. We were. I believe we all signed that contract. We yeah, under threat of be crack. dead. We, we signed on I was to fight under. the Kraken, I think, though. Not the dragon. We signed up to make sure the Kraken isn't coming back. All this, it's part of our job. We don't have to like it, but we have to deal with it. Yeah, I said I don't like this gig, not that I was quitting. I don't think quitting is an option for any of us. No. The goddess did say that if we didn't accept the contract, we could just die. But yes. Yeah, that's exactly what she told me as well. 
and I imagine where I was going was a lot worse than where you were going. Probably sinful. I feel like I should roll a deception check to nod. <laughs> you may if you want to. I admit I don't know where that would be. Okay, so if anyone wants to roll insight versus Gorga's 24, you may certainly attempt it. Oh my. Morley's just going to assume everyone is telling us the truth, because he does. Just a dirty 20, I'm afraid. <laughs> it's decided that Gorka will be the party treasurer because they are the most honest. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't the rogue be the most honest? I mean, they can steal anything they want, so clearly our money is safe with them. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note... I think this is a good point to end it. When we return, we're going to be close to the capital city of Numuria, and I get to revisit a location from the Kobold campaign with some changes. It's been a while. It's been five years. Oh, wow. We're, we're, we're going to have some revelations. Mm -hmm. Remember, Deucalion was dealt with, and that is the exact quote. But right. there may or may not be an army of kobold skeletons. There may or may not be an army of cobalt skeletons. Minus one. Minus one. Right. One left. Uh, one was allowed to leave. Right. Yes. So thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Tonight I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Cindy, Jen, Eo, Ellie, Archbeth hanging out in chat, LFA hanging out in chat. Let's do a few quick plugs. First of all, Cindy is awesome and will remain awesome until further notice, which I will not give. Jen has a blog and podcast. You can find that at bookofjen.net. Eo's mom writes books. You can find that at elizabeth-mccoy.com. Ellie runs a whole social network. You can find that at elek, that's E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z. Uh, it runs on Mastodon. If you want to sign up, any current member of Elec can create a, a sign-up code for you so that you can create an account there. Or you can simply follow us from whatever Mastodon-compatible account. Those of us who have social networks who are willing to share that information, you can find that on the cast page, which is linked in our show notes. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cogwheelgaming. Help us keep the lights on. You can join other illustrious patrons, including Eric, Ellie, Chris, Mickey, Walter, Janata Locke, and Shan Shen. So until next time, this is Crash saying, Hey, hey, there's some people approaching. Really? Yeah. What, like more skeletons? No. Huh. That's weird. Should we b start boiling the oil? We've got oil? <laughs> oh. You got a point. What do we do? Well, if we're lucky, it's not a ragtag band of adventurers. <laughs> That'd be weird. Yeah. I guess it's okay. Good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs>